Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 107 of Wings, Beers, and Tears. This is a DMV sports podcast right smack dab in the middle of summertime. It has been too long. What is up, fellas? How you guys doing, man? What's going on, Jerry? Sup, sup, sup. How you guys doing? Good, man. Good to see you guys. It's been too long. Absolutely. That was Jeremy. I am Todd. We are the three amigos and we will be talking some sports. But first of all, what has been going on in your summers? To my left is Jeremy and he is the uh, fucking world traveler. I mean, how many cruises have you been on? Not this year, but since we saw you last. Tell us about all the ladies and (laughs) fill me in with the New Jersey lady. Well, I'm going on a cruise with her in October. Boom. boom, boom. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, Jeremy will be cruising with us in about four weeks. Yep. So I'm excited yeah. for that. <laughs> Mitch asked Holly if uh, she wanted to go on yeah. a cruise since I couldn't. And yeah. she was like, and he was in rare form when he asked, you know, one of those. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> like, I got, we got back from Austin on Saturday. Oh, so you saw them on Sunday night? Or Sunday. We got back yeah. on Sunday. And we were exhausted. Sure. And um, I can't believe you went up there. All, well, if I didn't, he'd come back every 30 minutes. That's true. And he, last oh, time I didn't go, he threw like pebbles at my freaking. Did he come down in the gator? And try yes, to- <laughs> he was driving all through, and then he drove through my yard with the gator. Yeah, he did that earlier too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I missed you, but uh, so he came, and I just looked at Holly. I said, "We have to go up for just a little bit, right? Because otherwise, he'll be back." Was this up the hill here? Yeah, yeah it was yeah, up at Royce. Yeah, and yeah. so, um, so I went, <laughs> but he was in. It, I hadn't seen Mitch in a while like that. You know, and he was already makes, in rare form when I left. It so. makes me nervous. When I see, um, yeah, well, we all have that switch, and as we're getting older, <laughs> that uh, that point at which we turn gets sooner and sooner. I think. But in that condition, he was like, "Hi, you got to go that, you got to go on a cruise with us." And she's like, uh, "Probably not, Mitch. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why you know, not? like, oh. Why not? <laughs> without Jerry? Okay. Uh, I mean, I understand the sentiment, and she'd be welcomed, and you know, but all that, but you know, I don't want her meeting some hot ass dude on the boat, <laughs> not coming. Hey, where's Holly? Jerry, sit down. <laughs> Where's Holly? <laughs> she loved it down in Miami, yeah. and she's not coming back. She became a mermaid. <laughs> yeah. We well, just wanted to let her know she was welcome. That was I was all. Well, I didn't yes. know Mitch was going to go that well. I guess I should have assumed. Well, it, it. You know, in, it, <laughs> there's there's one way to ask her, and then there's the way to ask her when you're completely hammered and everybody's jackass and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Jeremy? So, right when I uh, saw him and I saw his uh, face was all red, and I was like, "Fuck." So speaking of which, so. <laughs> So hey, as Mitch, I are, love you. As things are uh, returning you, back to normal here, um, you know, we'll have Damascus days tomorrow night, and we'll have the parade and the fireworks and the whole shindig in town. It's my favorite day of I the know. year, and it's been three years since I've been able to. So have So here's it. my real question, because I want it on the record: like, are you gonna are you gonna tie one on tomorrow night, or are you gonna be like well behaved and like kind of keep the peace? Here's my problem: I'm gonna I want to tie one on, right? Holly's getting up at six to go to Hilton Head with her kids. I don't have to get up, but I'll get up when she's up. So, and I also don't want her to have to take care of my ass. So I'm like, no, I'm not ready to go home. And she's trying to get home and get some sleep before she gets to the airport. So, I got gotcha. you. Um, once I have two, I'm well on my way. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I I should, but I think I'll, once the fireworks are over, we'll pack up and roll out. Yeah. 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 And I don't think I'll be that bad. Yeah. I'm debating on whether or not to even stay for the fireworks or not because there's that awkward gap when the parade yeah, ends to the fireworks. It's just more time to drink and, and have it's fun. fucking hot and it's humid yeah. and every bug in the You're world is out. You're looking at all the negatives. Yeah. 
you know, we have the worst parade in America. <laughs> there's it's the best one in Damascus. Though. Yeah, there's like 16 cars <laughs> and then a bunch of like you know a DJ guys walking by. Right, it's a terrible parade. There's one person that comes by every you know minute, and then we then we transition to the worst fireworks show ever, and. I love every second of it. It's it's so My fantastic. Whole, I think, and I just I'm happy. It's like Christmas for me. I, I'm with you, dude. I, I love the evening. Um, and I mean that's the reason we're not going down to Bryce tomorrow. I, I was like I want to hang out tomorrow night. You so know? Jeremy, text your girl from Jersey. Tell her to come down. <laughs> you can park in the high. After buildings. that great endorsement of the, of the you, fabulous Damascus Parade, you, you can you can park at the VIP lot of High Ability Supply. And anybody else, you must be invited. I don't. No, you guys can park in the in the you know the creeper. Um, the, the creeper parking spaces at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, But yeah, no yeah. premium shit where, like, roadside. You got, the, you got the, premium one for Those me? are reserved. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, All right. Right on. We'll also have a tent, so you could park and just come to the tent. But yeah, whatever. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so so that is that is tomorrow. Um, things are back to relative normalcy pretty much across the board right now, which is pretty cool. Um, and as that relates to sports, we've got, uh, um, we got an NHL draft going on tonight and it's live from uh, montreal right yeah and i assume the caps will be drafting somebody they will be so Maybe. As, Maybe. <laughs> as it stands right now uh they have the 20th pick correct and in a draft class like this i think that's probably fine because in my opinion there's really no difference between eight and 25 um yeah i mean it's one of these where the the top three are pretty i mean not necessarily the order but the top yeah. three are set there's the top um, three. I think the next four to five guys are, are legitimate NHLers, if not their first year, their second year is, is the consensus. And then after that, it's a matter of what do you need? Where do you project them hitting your lineup? Do you want to take a flyer on a kid that's probably not going to see the shell for another two or three years if you've already got depth at a position? Like kind of what do you want to do? So I guess I'll start. I, I may be the most up, up to speed on this one. Um, the, the consensus for the Caps is they're going to take a center slash center winger. Um, the two guys that they love, I'm not convinced are going to be there, um, but we'll see. We'll see what you think, Jeremy. So the first guy is McGroarty, okay. and second one is Gother or Gother, Gother, however the fuck you say right. it. Um, I hope you're not announcing the pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm certainly not. Um, I would I would need a cheat sheet for most of these names if I'm being honest with you. There's so many Eastern European guys that are going to go flying high, um, but uh, both of the guys I just mentioned are big kids, big time skill, um, and both are projected into that fast track from the queue, okay. a la Lapierre, who's already in the system. Right. So I guess I start with this: if one of those guys is available, I think it's pretty much a non-starter. They're going to take one of them. If if that's the case. Do you think LaPierre even sniffs the chell this year, or do you think he, because he he would have to burn his last year basically, right? I mean i I think they have McMichael or Protus probably slotted ahead of him mm-hmm. to play center. But if he has a great camp, I mean, you know, I don't see the harm in having him be like four C on this team. Right? Or actually, sorry, it'd be three C because four C would be Dowd. But uh, you know, I like him. I'd like to see him sooner rather than later. But my guess is they want to get him a year. Um, in pro, you know, down in the A. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's that's my thought. And the interesting thing is going to be Backstrom because now he might just be saying this to, to keep their plan secret, but, uh, you know, BMAC seems to think, or he's, he's saying they expect Backstrom back at some point this season. Yeah, I heard the same thing. I don't, 
really believe that. I mean, maybe they're hoping, but I think expecting is a little harsh. I think it's a lot of what we talked about a month ago. Exactly. He has to say something yeah. to the media. So he's like, yeah, we expect him back. All the while going, yeah, we expect him back because he's going to be on long-term IR. And if well, we, he, you know, he has to say that Correct. if Backstrom hasn't declared, listen, dude, I'm not playing next year. Exactly. If, if Backstrom's working to come back, you don't want him reading in the newspaper. Uh, Caps don't expect Backstrom back. Of course. You know, why would yeah. you even? There's it's no really upside. the only thing he can say. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, also I think it does also that it hides their plans a little bit. If they do think they're going to go out and pick up one of these free agents, that they would need to keep backing on the you know the injured list all year to have it. Sort of, it's a little bit of a smokescreen for that too. Mm-hmm. So true. Um, true. Um, and and so already a bunch of trades have gone down. Um, had to print to bring it going for the seventh. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah, to bring it going to Ottawa. That's um, a pretty bad trade for Chicago, personally. But yeah, I saw I saw the um, a tweet from about that trade from Chicago, and they were all pissed off. Like the city of Chicago. Yeah, was, they were they were not happy with the return. But the guys making a shit ton of money. Yeah, and you know, he's only, I don't think he's making that much yet. Isn't he? He's only twenty four. You know, I know it's going to come soon. It's going to come soon. I just you know twice forty goals at twenty four or something yeah. like that. I mean, that's well, you know, I mean, so so that one went down. The They're other one that I thought for was next very year. interesting was Georgiev got traded from was, the Rangers to Colorado. Yeah. And at first glance, I was like, what the fuck for? Because, well, so Colorado's not going to re-sign Kemper. Correct. And, hey, Kemper's got his ring. They know he's going to get paid. Yep. See you later. So they got Georgiev. And then the other guy that filled in for... Yeah, Francois. Yeah. Is that that's how you say it? Yeah. Francois, Francois, something like that. Yeah. Um, so they're pretty set. I guess my question is, what do you think he's going to get in free agency? Who's that, Kemper? Kemper. Okay, six by six, yeah. six by six and a half. Pretty much like Grubauer got. Yeah. I, it's pretty, okay. I, I know. I, I My eyes lit up big. I yeah. mean, you know, um, there's a funny meme going around about, you know, why the Caps should or should not, you know, go for a goalie. And they're like, but anybody out there may not be that much of an upgrade. It's like. But yeah, can you afford to start another season yeah. with Vitek? And well, Sam I, so I was like, yeah, basically, all the options suck. He's like, so do Vitek and Sansonov. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> well, um, and Latang is staying in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he is six by six <laughs> for that old fucker who can't skate anymore. Jesus. If you think some of the Caps contracts are bad, Jesus, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not that's I, surprising. That's not great. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It, I mean, because they were offering, I know it was only three years to start, but at five, so giving them six isn't the big deal, but by six is the, the big Huge. deal. Um, that's, wow. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Well, then Malkin, I guess, I don't know what they're offering him, but whatever it is, it's not enough term. This is what I heard. Is they, maybe it was three and he wants more than that or something like that. Yeah, so Malkin, you know. Malkin's camp is, is holding pretty steady. And then another one, big name across the league, is Forsberg. Mm-hmm. Nashville's yep. at like, what, six by 8.2, and he's at – they're, they want close to nine. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's not that much. I know. And it was um, uh, McKenzie was basically like, I'm pretty sure eight and a half will get it done. Yeah, He's like, but neither side is is budging right yeah. now. So, Uh-oh. Malcolm's tweet two hours ago. Good job, Chris. I hope I don't have to play against you this year. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's coming to D.C. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. He's uh, coming to D.C. Why, why? I mean, I'm just saying. I'd take him in a heartbeat, but, uh, you know, don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Another one that I interesting is Flurry, I guess, is not willing to take less than at least two years. Right. He's been offered one. You know, he hadn't taken it. Yep. So. Yeah, so I think the Caps, 
there's been speculation they'll they'll trade down. They might trade up if they like one of these guys and they think he can be had for you know swapping picks, picks and then like an extra fifth rounder or some right. shit like that. Because they have they've stockpiled a few fourth, fifth, sixth rounders here over yep. the years. Um, that kind of thing. I don't think whoever they take is going to be groundbreaking. I mean, we won't see him for at least two years, Correct. probably more like three or four. So, which is why I think having Lapierre play in the A this year is really good, and it won't it won't uh, disturb me at all if they take a guy that's two or three years away. You know, yeah, exactly. at a similar position to McMichael and Lapierre, because it takes a couple of years to get these guys going. Um, that doesn't fit Jerry's, you know, break it up, rebuild, be in the Stanley Cup Finals in twelve months, but you know. Hey, listen, you can mock me, but I'm, I'm usually right. I'm not mocking right. you. I'm not mocking you. Um, just saying, to do it through the draft and not through free agency takes time. And it looks like that's kind of where they're at right well, now. Well, the problem that I have with the draft is that Washington seems unwilling to play their draft picks. You know, McMichael has not been played to his full potential. Um they see Laviolette and McClellan seem to value uh, veterans more. So we got all excited about guys. I mean, that everybody that, that we always talk about, oh, this guy's got great potential, they go up and down from Hershey. No one's ever consistent. Um, there are scratches. So until – why would you get excited for drafting somebody you're not going to use? Well, I'll, I'll go back. To play devil's advocate real quick, go back to somebody like Carlson. You know, they drafted Carlson. A long Carlson, time ago. That was like a decade ago. But everybody said he was NHL ready, and he spent the entire first year in Hershey. Everybody got all pissed off. And his first year with the big club, the same people were like, look at him making mistakes out there. By year two or three, he's a fucking all-star. I get you. So, But, but he's, yeah, he's the that's, exception. That's look different a, than Look at a guy Michael. like Madison Bowie, who everybody was like, this is the next coming. We, we let him go. Everybody gets all pissed off. Is he even in the league? Um, yeah, no, he is, but I, mean, I think he's, I think he's in Detroit, but I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> but you know, yeah, whatever that, that's, that's worth. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, if it plays out the same way this year, then, then Jerry, you got a point, but I think that Michael's going to play this year we might see LaPierre a good bit too. And Farivari was playing last year. Yep. Both goalies are young. So it's not like they don't play. Farivari's a really you know, good, you know, anybody, I mean, he's th- a good example. three of their top players, essentially, in terms of, you know, importance. Or Actually, Farivari is a really young. good example because do you remember when we had uh, Dave Evans doing the uh, uh, pod with us? And that was two years ago or three years ago, and he was super high on Farivari. Didn't make the club. Dave was all pissed off. Had a great year in Hershey. Well, his first big year with the Caps again. I thought he played really, really well, but he had a lot of responsibilities. And some of the hardcore Caps fans, the same guys on RMNB, that are saying, play McMichael, play McMichael, are going, you can't give Farivari those minutes. It's like, well, the fuck are you supposed to do? You know, <laughs> I thought he rated out as like one of the, the best, if not the best. But, but every mistake got magnified, everything else. Bottom line is, he's still a young defenseman. His mistakes are pretty glaring, but he can play 20, 25 minutes a night. Man, we got and- some old-ass defensemen. Carlson's 32. Farivari's 22. Erwin. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't really play. Yeah, he's so. a 34. Guy. Nick Jensen's 31. Kempney's 31. Orloff's 30. Mm-hmm. That's surprising. Schultz is 32. And TVR is 30. Well, Schultz and Kempney are gone. Yeah, Schultz and Kempney are gone. Um, um, you know, and two of the guys that are sort of the next, you know, I know we're, we've been talking about forwards, but 
you know, just like Farivar, we got two more. We got Alexiev and um, yep. and Johansson. That's correct. And Johansson's one of these. This is one that it, it could end up being a, a little bit of a diamond in the rough because he was a big draft pick. God, it was what six years ago now. Yeah. And but he had injuries his first couple of years. Yep. No development. So he's just basically two years behind already, you know, and, it, and it, with just getting back from the injuries, put him back even further beyond, you know, actually missing time. And now he might be ready. Yep. And, you know, if we can get those two guys in there, that takes care of the age defense, you know, age concerns Absolutely. on defense. Um, no, but I mean, you know, without Backstrom, there's going to be issues. You know, there's no question. Well, you're going to have, you're going to, you're going to be able to sign somebody who's going to take care of those issues. One well, or two people. Not if they think he's coming back this year. That's that's what you got to worry about. May, maybe for the playoffs, right? But then, yeah. well, the playoffs are fine. That's the whole Tampa strategy, and that that would be perfect as far as I'm concerned. And, and you but, know what? They, they might not have a choice because, yeah. based on the severity of, of the lingering injury and the previous well, surgeries and everything else, can they I put mean, him on long term yeah. IR without his consent? Yes. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, um, I'm just I'm just at, like, what if yeah, he says, no, "Look, absolutely. I can be back in three months." Like, well, that's no, fine. No, and their doctors are like, "No, you can't." LTIR is for ten, you know, ten games or twenty five days or whatever it is. So as long as you're out a month, you're on. You can go on LTIR. Yeah. The only thing would be is if they tried to keep him on LTIR, let's say, in, you know, March, and he says, "I'm healthy." My doctors say I'm healthy. You could file file a grievance, all that kind of stuff. But you'd have six. Saying, you know, you'd have five <laughs> months. Um, but the problem is then if you're over, you know, the cap, you'd have to. Trade somebody or whatever yeah, and I, it is. I, so. I find that scenario really hard to believe with that yeah. particular player. No, but I actually think that by the time you know the season gets going, he'll know. Hey, you know, I rushed to get back last season. It obviously didn't work. The surgery this time was even more serious. It's not something that somebody's going to play high, you know, level athletics does. You just don't do it. Was it called the, the hip um, polishing or whatever the heck it's called? Yeah. And um, so it's like you know. He probably needs to sit out the whole year, mm-hmm. at least regular season, just because yeah. he rushed back last time to barely even you know get get on the ice for games. Right. So it'd be prudent, I think, to keep him out, not just for cap reasons, but be for him. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Well, the start of the year is going to be a little bit rocky because Backstrom is a long term issue, <laughs> obviously, but uh, not having Wilson to start yeah. the season is going to suck a little bit, you know. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how you know. Which of the guys from Hershey they use to fill those holes? What do they do in the draft? What do they do in free agency? You know, we, we just don't know. There might not be a whole lot of big names, but it might be a couple seasoned veterans that, that, that fill in and, you know, give Laviolette what, what he wants and some of the, uh, you know, the ability to move people around the lineup like he likes to do. I hear you. Um, I assume it's like, the, uh, the, like any other draft. If you're drafting 20 in that area, you're going to look for guys falling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're going to have to discern why they're falling and if the red flags warrant taking a chance on them. Exactly yep. right. So, yeah, Regardless uh, of position, I guess you just want players, right? Well, wouldn't Lapierre a top 10-ish and then he had a concussion yep. and that really knocked him down? Yep. And, you know, knock on wood, no issues since then with that. Yeah. So, And with him, I think a part of that, too, was uh, a little bit of the size, like the metrics, you know? He's not a small guy, but he doesn't wow you with any with anything. And you know how drafts are, like Jerry's always said. These NFL scouts, they see somebody running and they just drool. And then you watch their film and you're like, oh, well, okay. I mean, you know. usually they hit. You NFL scouts are really smart. Every once in a while they reach on somebody just on a workout and it doesn't work out. But by and large, mm-hmm. they're right. Sure. You know, it's, it's sure. pretty rare when you have an obvious miss. Yeah. Now, you have misses for injury and stuff like that, stuff you can't really. Absolutely. You know, but, but it's pretty rare. 
I guess quarterback's probably the biggest area where you will bust because mm-hmm. it's almost impossible. It's like crapshoot. But right. if scouts are looking at a lineman, mm-hmm. you're going to know if he's good or not. It's funny. The NHL draft uh, gurus have all these little charts and everything. And one of the consistent charts is uh, they have like a consistent ranking where they put them, not, not dissimilar to the NFL, where it's right. like, you know, you're drafting 18. This guy's in a range that 18 makes sense. Yeah, I would even assume Washington. Would, yeah. Even though he's projected at 22, he's within a certain range. Right. So they have those charts, and then they have um, ultimate potential, and they have, like, gray charts, green charts, red charts. And, like, the red is, like, potential to be elite. Like, not only make the NHL, which is, like, the green area, but, like, potential to actually be, like, a top six or so a top like a three. boom or bust. Exactly. I stay away from those guys. <clears throat> I do, too. However, the two guys that I mentioned are – two of the highest in that red chart that are on the Cavs draft board. Right. Which is why I don't think they're going to be there at 20 because I think a team team might be flush with centers, but they might go, huh, this kid doesn't need to play for three years. In McGroarty's case, he's like 6'5", 208 already. Well, McClellan loves old. size, right? I mean, I mean he loves big well, guys. both the guys I just mentioned are center slash wing, and one of them 6'5", the other 6'3", yeah, both so, 18. So, yeah. you know. A lot of times. That, that got yeah. me a little bit. The one, um, Gother is uh yeah he's George's birth year. I was like, oh that's that's fun, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Um but that's where we're at, man, you know. So Can we switch topics now to the end of the world? Let's do, sure. it. do it. Let's do it. So hey, go caps, go draft. Um hopefully uh hopefully the draft goes off less awkwardly than the uh, NFL draft did. <laughs> shit show that was. All right. So it sticks in my crawl that a shit program like Maryland <laughs> Is going to play for a national championship, and my beloved West Virginia Mountaineers will be playing freaking Toledo <laughs> for the MAC championship. But that's actually all right. So for everybody who doesn't know, <laughs> um, there's we're 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 going down a path which everybody who is in the know has said consistently. You called this. You called it yeah, on ago. this podcast multiple times. Yeah, we're going down a path where college football is going to be destroyed. It's going to consist of two or three. I'm hoping three. Mega conferences mm-hmm. um, and a playoff system, which will be either non-existent or expanded. I don't know which one. Um, but you'll, you'll essentially have to be in those two. You'll or have three. to be in those yeah. those power conferences. Uh, the way it is looking now, um, so UCLA and USC uh, just joined the Big Ten. Uh, real quick, is that like signed, sealed, delivered, done, or is uh, that like? The workings are there. They're just getting through the fine no, I, print. Is I think. I think, think they've been. Done. They've been working on it, and they okay. announced it at the end. Got it. Okay. Um, so this follows Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now you are going to start seeing. It wouldn't surprise me weekly, um, with with the ACC. I think is going to implode. The only way that 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 conference can stay together is if Notre Dame comes. Well, but, but what, I think Clemson. And Florida State. Well, what do we see today? Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina, Virginia are talking to the SEC. Yeah, I mean, I, you see reports from everybody, yeah. and you never know what to believe. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I saw I saw that same tweet. So yeah. So, um, but you know, you, you'll see tweets that say Washington and Oregon are looking to join the Big Twelve, and then you'll see a tweet that says Washington and Oregon are looking to join the ACC. Right. And it's. You, you never know, mm-hmm. right? So you, you you never really can tell. Um, I would be – I think the schools – I think West Virginia will survive. I think I think the Big 12 has been seeing this – actually, I think 
I, I ripped them a lot, but I think they've been proactive. Once they mm-hmm. lost Texas and Oklahoma, they have been, you know, encouraging people to join. They brought in Cincinnati and Utah and all that shit, mm-hmm. right? But if they can get, if they can get um, the remaining Pac-12 teams, Oregon's a pretty big draw because of Nike. Sure. Um, the Arizona teams, eh, whatever. Um, I don't think I think Stanford goes to the Big Ten. They just fit. With well, especially Notre Dame comes along. It's Notre Dame. Yeah, they're they're sort call. of tied to the good call. You know, yeah. USC is tied. I mean, UCLA is tied to USC. Mm-hmm. They're in such financial distress that they had to go. Absolutely. Um, and it's you know, I understand. I, I understand the wanting to move. I, I don't really understand the Big Ten taking them because even though it's a huge market, and I get it, it's a shitty sports market. Nobody watches football out there. Right. Nobody watches USC in LA, and they're certainly not going to watch freaking Wisconsin USC. Yeah, but it is LA. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest market in the world, right? So I guess uh, they've obviously run their numbers. They know more than I do. Um, <laughs> but I think this is the, you know the SEC will expand, expand, the Big Ten will expand. I hope Notre Dame gets screwed. I hope they try to you know everybody but us mentality. Mm-hmm. I hope they get screwed because eventually these conferences will be so big they don't need them. You don't yeah. need Notre Dame. No, but like Jeremy said, they're a natural fit based on proximity and they're everything else. Absolutely. You know, and if they but come they, in with another sister school, they a do, la Stanford. They, they, they dictate to the Big Ten. The yeah. Big Ten doesn't dictate to them. Yeah. So they're going to come in on their terms, and they're going to say, well, this is what Maryland gets. I want double. Mm-hmm. That, that's how they dictate. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then these conferences will be run by three or four schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everybody else is just waiting. Yeah. But – the good news for Maryland is, is they're in the one of the conferences that's going to survive. Well, the bad news is, is now they're never going to win. Well, right. Well, the thing is, though, they get out of that, you know, Big Ten, East, or sorry, uh, yeah, Big Ten East or whatever it is, which is brutal because that's all going to fall apart with this too. So they don't have to play the Big Four every year. They'll be better off. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I think I, I think the way it's good, there's going to be an SE. There may be even quads. I've even heard mm-hmm. that these conferences will get so big. Um, that they'll, that be they'll have like four. Yes, I've, I've right. heard the same thing. Now, I've heard, you know, the fear for teams, for fans like me of schools like West Virginia and Pitt and Virginia Tech and um, schools that really don't offer that much of like revenue and, you know, is that they're sort of going to get left out to dry and then they'll be in a, uh, a conference that is not part of the, uh, the table. Right, you know, and they'll be like a secondary conference, so like okay. the FCS of the big conference. So, so if the big conferences, if the top four of each big conference make the the playoffs, maybe one or two from that conference make. You know, so I had heard that sacrificial lamb. If if the Pac twelve, if if the Pac remaining Pac twelve teams go to the Big Twelve, then that will be a good sign that there will be they will be one of the super conferences. Okay, right, and obviously the Big Ten will be one of the super. And then the, you can have the top four of the three conferences go to the playoff, be 12 teams, mm-hmm. right? And that sort, of, mm-hmm. that sort of makes sense. So you sure. win your pod, mm-hmm. right? That's and one. as a casual fan, uh, thinking about sitting down for the first weekend of college football playoffs, sounds right. like wild card weekend. Right. Sounds yeah. like fun to me, you know? So it's all, it's all political now. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's political and money driven, and, yeah. and, it, it's and the like, fucking networks own yeah. everything. It's all TV. Well, I mean, you, you got it. You got to think Miami, Florida State, Clemson certainly um, are shoe ins for the SEC. I've um, heard. See, I've heard Miami 
and Florida State is a tough one because Florida makes them kind of redundant. Yeah, but I, I think there's because, because Florida, neither Florida State nor Miami has been relevant for so long. I don't know. I mean, I, I I would have a hard time thinking that they would not be in it. I would think they would be. I'm just saying, yeah. based on some of the stuff yeah. I've read. Well, they're not know. relevant like they were when we were you know, growing up. There's no question about that. They're still but, a big name. Yeah, and a big they're girl. still a big name. I mean, Miami's getting all these guys because well, NIL money. Shit out of yeah, them. yeah, you know. So <laughs> it's the good old days. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I just think that no, it's it's basically what you know Jerry's been saying all along, and I, I think that we will end up with three big conferences. You'll end up having some other weird little conference that ends up being better than the group of five, but they're not in the elite. And what the hell's going to happen to them? You know. So well, I think the the battle now. What I'm most interested to see is I think the Big 12 and the ACC are fighting mm-hmm. I agree. for survival. Yep. And they are trying to negotiate with these remaining teams um, that they want. You know, the Oregon's prime example. And so they're probably trying to negotiate with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't see Notre Dame going to the ACC. I think that's honestly the only way they can stay. Because the Big 12 is not great. Uh, but it's got it's got pretty good football teams and decent basketball teams with the remaining teams. Um, I mean, fuck Baylor just you know won the national championship and and yeah. you know we, and Kansas is good every Kansas year. Kansas is yep. good at basketball and then it, you know Oklahoma State was in the top ten and yep. So the, so they have some pretty good uh, football. Um, but the ACC, what do they have? Uh, assuming Clemson goes, what do they have left? Football wise, football oh, wise, they're, they're toast. And yeah. and Duke, 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 Duke gives nothing to football. No, right, right. Um, I, so I think that's a. I if I'm Pitt, I'm worried. Mm-hmm. I I would agree with that. And and I, you brought up Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, I'd be a little worried too. I'd be worried too. You know, because they're not really, they're not really the DC. No. Maryland's the DC. Yeah, Maryland and even Virginia. I I completely agree. I mean. Literally, when Beamer left, I mean, the, the the steady decline of that football program has been evident, right. you know. And he used to come up to the was it the seven seven one seven area code over by uh, Newport News seven five seven seven five seven. That was used the to thing. own that shit, yeah. right? And it doesn't happen. Like and Michael Vick and all <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> oh, man. God, you know. Um, and he had that stronghold there, and he would go down and he'd take the low-hanging fruit from your Alabamas and your Mississippis and stuff because he had those ties and that kind of thing. That's not there anymore. It is a beautiful school. It is a perfectly fine academic school. I mean, nothing wrong with it at all. It's great. The facilities are phenomenal, but it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm just uh, – I mean, I I know everything's money-driven, but college football makes so much money anyway. I know. Um, I'm just hoping that – and – by the way, the college football drives everything. So it doesn't really matter about any other sport. Mm-hmm. It's all football, and the school's going to go. They don't care about women's sports. They don't care about men's sports other than football. This is what's driving where they're going to play. Right. Yeah. Um, because this pays for everything. Well, it's a TV oh, yeah. contract. It's, it's all it so, is. So I just hope they, that, we, that they don't have two leagues. I hope they have three mm-hmm. and make it a little bit more inclusive. Um, now, when does the Texas Oklahoma to the SEC? Two thousand twenty-five, twenty-five. But okay. that's what they keep saying. I think they're going to. I think this is this is intuitive speculation on my part. I think Texas and Oklahoma will work to get the Big Twelve as one of the Big Three 
into the playoffs, into the into the mix, and in return for that, they, they will be early. allowed to leave early. Yeah, because mm. yeah, I mean USC and UCLA are coming in twenty four, aren't they? Right. The Big Ten, and and yeah. and and they want to get playing. And I think the Big Twelve is sort of saying, "Look, man, help us help us be part of the equation." Right. If we're not, yeah, if keep we, us on the map, and then we'll make. We'll go ahead let, and, let's do a Big Three conference with the pod playoffs, and, but we're one of them. Right. Right. Now, if you're the SEC, why are you like, fuck, what are you talking about? We got eight teams better than your best team. <laughs> right. And same and with they're the, not wrong. Yeah. Same with the Big Ten. Yeah. You know, so it might not be. As I tell my clients, um, equitable doesn't mean equal. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know what, what they'll do is, you know, instead of being like a four, 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 it'll be. The top two from each are guaranteed, and the rest will be picked by the committee or something whatever. Something like yeah, that, yeah, where, yeah. where, yeah, where you're going to SEC is going to have probably a end better up, chance. Yeah, they'll end up with eight, and the, and the Big Twelve will have two. Right, that's know, a good so. point. Yeah, or whatever, that, with six, whatever, <clears> two, whatever. At first, I was like, "Man, this kind of sucks." The nostalgia of everything, dude. Fuck the nostalgia. That all went by the wayside long ago. That all dude. went by the wayside when West Virginia's in Ames, Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fuck about that shit. <laughs> right yeah, on. 20 years ago, that stuff started falling apart. Yeah, so that's, that's qu- not, yeah I was going to say early 2000s yeah, without doesn't matter question. anymore. Well, um, they, they said when Texas and Oklahoma went, the next uh, shoot to drop was Notre Dame, but actually the next shoot to drop was USC right. and UCLA. Mm-hmm. Um, now I still think it's Notre Dame. If Notre Dame goes to the Big Ten, the ACC's finished. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you brought it up, you know, how does Notre Dame get in there? I think all it's going to take is Big Ten would have to pay their, what do you, what do they call it, an ACC, you know, plan of rights or whatever the hell that thing's called. Yeah. But whatever it is, $50 million, $100 million, Big Ten pays that. They let them keep at least part of their NBC deal, and then they're just in. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's going to happen, whatever I, it, it, it makes the most sense for them to go. It does. It does. But they're so fucking arrogant, man. Oh, big Notre time, Dame's man. is, is oh. so arrogant. And you said it, Jerry. I, I kind of hope they wait too long, and then everybody's like, "Yeah, we Sorry. don't need you anymore. Fuck it." Yep. Yeah. Stay you're, you're a commodity in the, honestly, in the fall of 2022. Honestly, in the fall of 2025. Fuck off. Yeah. You know? Part of the Notre Dame thinking has to be: if we go to the Big Ten, we will never be in a playoff because they're never beating Ohio State, right? Maybe once in a while. Um, they're not. They're yeah, but then you turn around and you get an upstart Wisconsin team, and then you turn around. Right, and Michigan State. right and now they play the worst schedule in the world. Where where I used to hate Notre Dame, but have respect for them because they play Tennessee and then turn around and play Miami and then all you know. Now they play all the freaking military schools. Yeah, a couple of they they play their big game. Two of their big games last year were Pitt and Cincy. Yeah, and Cincy curb stomped them. Right, you know. So and every once in a while they'll play Stanford, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have they they play a terrible schedule so they can, they can be a 10 and 1 and go, "We're we're in the mix." And right. then they go and they get embarrassed and mm-hmm. when they play real teams. Sure. They can't do that if they're in a conference. That's right. So, that's kind of their mindset. I it's got to be. Yeah. No, it's true. I didn't think of it like that, but you're right. It's this like dichotomy of complete arrogance followed by well, fuck, if we do this, <laughs> we're going to be exposed. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, they certainly are not going to go to the SEC. Well, you wonder if they'd come in, if they would want to come in, or the Big Ten would want them in a similar deal that they have with the ACC where it's partial for football. You know, because they only play, what, like four or five conference games in the ACC? Yeah. Yeah. It's the other sports that well, that, are full that's ACC. That's another thing. They could also sort of negotiate their pod, maybe. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If we come, well, we we want. I mean, it's. But, I'm, we're all speculating. Yeah, but sure. even now, don't think they play Purdue almost every year, USC, Stanford, 
Uh, Michigan. Well, that's already four Big Ten they, teams. Do they do they still play Michigan? Well, they they did for a long they time. They did for a long time. I remember yeah. I would be like, yeah. oh shit, Desmond Howard. Yeah. I actually got to. I went once. Right. It was fantastic. That's right. So, you did go. It was yeah. an OT game, right? Yeah, I think the, the OT game was Pitt. No, that was Pitt. No, uh, <laughs> with Lashawn McCoy and all that. That's no, the, right. the Michigan game was like your. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just ripped yeah. the band aid right yeah. off. That was there. your Chad Henney and, and that kind of Mario Manningham, all that stuff. No, they killed him that day. Fuck. That's my my yeah. day couldn't get worse. Jimmy Clausen was Notre Dame. That piece of shit was Notre Dame's <laughs> quarterback Clawson. that year. That what guy a sucked. That guy was awful. I don't no, think I don't think that guy would start at Toledo. Yeah, probably a nice kid, but <clears throat> I mean, if you're if you're the, if you're the ACC right now, I think you're in the you're the most vulnerable position. You're the most desperate. Oh, I think so. Because once Clemson leaves, there's really no one else in your in your league yeah. that's any good. No, I no. mean Pitt's not that good. Uh, Miami's not that good. Florida State's not that good. No, it's all Clemson. Which is what we kept saying when Clemson would make the playoff. Well, of course they're going to. Sure. There's nobody else they're playing. We go Boston College, right? Right. Um, so, and they have nobody that can carry the torch in football. Hmm. And I do think that Florida State and Miami are going to go to the SEC. They're just natural fits. I, 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 big stadiums, no, no question. Big stadiums, big uh, passionate fan bases, merchandise sales out the ass, especially yeah. Miami. Yeah, and, yeah. and Florida's already there, so they play them every year. So, right. you know. Yeah, and there's the, 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 the knock always was Florida was keeping them out because they wanted to – but now that's all done. I mean, right. now everybody's going. Yeah. If there's, if there's going to be two super conferences, you really can't say, well, I don't want them in my Yeah, conference. yeah, yeah. No. It, you, yeah, time, time has, you know, eased those, those Within things. Within two now, years, this yeah. will all be done, mm-hmm. and we will have something different. And either I'll be the new James Madison fan, right, <laughs> or or West Virginia will be in the mix and able to finish eighth in a sixteen conference. You, you won't switch your allegiance to uh, Virginia Tech. Never. <laughs> no, that's one thing I can't ever. I can switch my pro allegiances. I could never switch my. No, I, you can't do it. You know, I, I couldn't switch my college. Mm. Because I, you know my second favorite team is Alabama. So really, what the, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Fucking Yankees and and. You know, yeah. come from a broken Yankees. home. Yeah. I can root whoever wants to. Lakers, Cowboys, Yankees, Lakers, Duke. Yeah, <laughs> Duke. Is the, I wonder if Duke's going to be any good at basketball anymore. Well, see, I was always going to say it about them. Is like, obviously we already said there's nothing in football. Well, now there's no Coach K. Is who who got the starting gig? Is it Shire? Yeah, pretty sure it was Shire, right? Yeah. And there's some controversy of that that K <clears throat> was screwing over, you know, Tommy Amaker or somebody. I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> Whatever, that guy's a dick. I just saw Big pictures of him dude. playing like hundred dollars a roll in slot machines in Vegas or something like that. Who's that, Coach K? Coach K. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw him in an airport. He was a complete fucking asshole. <laughs> Not that I tried to talk to him, you could just tell what he was walking by. He wouldn't even look at anybody. I got to tell you, that guy had like the the veil of secrecy between his personal life and his professional life. Everybody that saw him play for Duke was like, what a gentleman, what a scholar, this and that. Everybody that knew him behind the scenes said he cussed like a sailor, yeah. treated his players like shit, like was a but complete I, ass I, to the media. Listen, you know? I have I respect the shit out of him. I just don't like him. Yeah. Right. You know? And kudos for me to, on the longevity. It's hard to be really good for that long. Yeah. And he did it. But I can still say it out of the same, out of the same side of my mouth. Fuck you. Yeah, You're I mean, asshole, I didn't like his you know? arrogance, but I, I, th- I don't think he broke the rules. I think he did it the right way. I think he was just a really good fucking coach, had a really good fucking program, and he was really pretentious. And I liked the opposition. Yeah. I liked Maryland. And you know what? I like the fact that if you look back at all of Coach K's career, other than the rivalry with North Carolina, which was the most unpredictable rivalry, because regardless of where the teams were, those two were going to go at it. 
fucking Gary Williams had Coach K's number. Yep. Yeah. Coach K knew it, and he admitted it, and I love that about it. Love going to Cameron and beating him. That was <clears throat> that was the greatest. Like going to Cameron and beating them with Billy Hahn was <laughs> was the my, like one of my favorites because Gary got thrown out, right? I think so. Yeah, and Billy Hahn sweated through his shirt and his red tie bled all over his shirt. <laughs> so Billy great. Billy Hahn when he was <laughs> coaching with Hugs uh, looked like a mafia don. Mm-hmm. Yep, he would just sit there with a gold chain. And oh a, yeah, in a black turtleneck and like that was it. Yeah, and lo- just, loafers. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, love anyway. it. Love it. Yeah. So college football, college basketball, the whole the whole you know landscape is going to be changing over the next couple of years. And the Turpies have gotten some uh, local recruits, and they're good ball players, man. They are. They are. He's doing a pretty good job, man. I mean, hey, you you've said it. The proof is in the coaching, the performance, and how you accelerate them to the next level. Yeah. There's a big difference between being a three, four, five star and then actually projecting into the NFL or being being a an all Big Ten first or second team guy. That's what I want to see more of. You know? did, did, I guess t- did I tell you guys when I went to the seven-on-seven camp at, at, uh, at Maryland, um, every, at least one game, every team got to play inside the stadium, right? So right, we, right, we yeah. went inside the stadium, and I, was, I walked down, and I'm on the field, and I'm looking, and uh, I realize that I'm wearing a West Virginia hat. <laughs> <laughs> And I actually take it off and put it on, like throw it down. I was like, I can't, my hair is sticking straight up, but I, I can't be disrespectful like that. Like I had no, I, I didn't think about it until, <laughs> yeah, you know. Hey, good on you, man. You couldn't wear a good yeah. council hat yeah. that day? <laughs> I, they're both blue. I don't know why. I have a problem. I have a problem wearing, if I'm wearing a good council shirt, I can't wear a good council hat. I don't know what it is. But if hmm. I'm not you know wearing a good council, I just don't, it, it's like too much of a, I feel like one of the coaches is like dazed and confused, right? They they got yeah, the bike yeah, shorts yeah, yeah. on, oh, you with need the to, shirt uh, on, and, the, and the, the hat on. We got to find a pair of those bike shorts, give them to you, and get a picture. Oh, 100%. Halloween party next year. Socks. You're coming as the coach from dazed and confused. Socks up to 100%. the knees. 100%. So I, uh, I wanted to. Uh, Holly, of course, didn't want to. <laughs> dazed and confused was filled in Austin, mm-hmm. and I wanted to walk to the sites. That some of the you know like they the, the some of the buildings are still up like the the Rolo or wherever they were playing pool. Oh yeah, right on. When, oh, yeah, what's yeah. his name? When Ben Affleck got the paint. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I wanted to go see all that shit. She's like, he, his name was O'Banion. O'Banion. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah, that was definitely Affleck. By the way, <laughs> the homelessness situation in Austin is overridden the city. Yeah, wow. terrible. Sucks. Terrible. They've Sucks. actually Sixth Street is almost untravelable now. Hmm. That's even a word. Apparently, there's a, big fight. there's a big fight between the governor and the mayor because the mayor allowed all the homeless camps to do it. So they've actually, there's a place called Rayleigh Street, I believe. It was about a half a mile from our hotel. It was a dilapidated uh, neighborhood with just little rambler houses. And developers uh, bought it up and made it all bars. So hmm. like these little rambler houses or bars, and it's just that's one cool. street, and <laughs> that's where that's where we spent most of the time. Okay, Riley Street. So nice. But did you have a good time? Yeah, I mean it was good to get some R and R. The best uh, the best band we saw though was still on Sixth Street. So you know we still it was just it's tough to walk there when someone's just following you, and it's, yeah. it's just yeah. really uneasy. And we watched we had lunch down there, and two homeless guys got in a fight, and it's like. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That was the scenery. Amazing. You know, never a dull moment. Yeah. So we're just like, I'm eating my hamburger, watching these two <laughs> dudes like try to fight. They're missing punches. I'm like, stick a jab. Stick a jab. <laughs> uh, well, all right. All right. So 
Any more on our uh, college football? Nope. Basketball Let's all pray. Front. Pray to baby Jesus. Uh, West the, Virginia joins West the Big Virginia. Ten. No, and that's not going to happen. I just hope they're in the discussion. <laughs> to stay right relevant, on. man. Right on. Yeah, be be part of the big three or four or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, all right. So, hey, last time we talked, uh, the commanders had no Terry McLaurin under contract. Today, they do. Yeah, definitely I mean, congrats to Terry. That's yeah, awesome. It's a no-brainer. But, yeah, it's a good know, PR move, good hey, player. I'm glad it's done. I'm glad it's out of the way. And, you know, um, you, you know my thoughts on, on the commanders. I think the organization's, you know, just a dumpster fire. I do, too. However, they're, they're the team I grew up with. They're the team I will root for. <laughs> I hope they do well. Their offense should be good. I, I think know, the concern is the defense, honestly. I, dude, I'm with you, and I heard – he- I'm hearing so many of the local media now just swoon over what this offense could be. And it could be very – They could be good. They could right. be good. I, that's the word that came out of my mouth. Not great, not dynamic, but they could be good. See, I get the sense that the media does not want the commanders to be any good. <laughs> they, they revel – because they don't like Dan Snyder. Ex- you know what? I that's was going to bring that up. Because yeah. if, if Rivera stays the course, has success, catches some lightning in a bottle with Wentz, has a few of these other guys pan out, and they go, heaven forbid – 10 and 7, then it just pushes the Snyder out debate further down. If the Washington line. starts 4 and 1, nobody's talking about Daniel Snyder. I know. And that's what everybody's afraid of. Mm-hmm. Right? Because <laughs> what is it? Grant and Danny the other day, they're going to do this until he answers the subpoena. They have a tracker on where his yacht and yeah. where his plane are. <laughs> so Look, I don't like I don't yeah. like him either. Uh, but you know, oh, he's just an evil little man. Any I mean, lawyer that would allow Dan Snyder to testify in front of Congress should be is committing malpractice. Well, and I heard another thing, not to get all political, but I heard that if this drags out far enough in November, when everything when switch, yeah, that's not care, right. yeah. The, the conservatives are like, throw this fucking thing out the window. We don't give two shits about why it. Why are know? we, yeah, they, their position is, why are we doing this? We have so many other issues. Correct. We need to be, this why is beyond this the scope we, of what we should be doing. Correct. You know, and it is, a, it is just a PR thing for Congress. Totally. They do not care about the truth. They just want to be able to get on, Forget their five minutes and jabs into Dan Snyder. Of course. And, you know, and Goodell's testimony was as worthless as all of Goodell's well, testimony yeah, yeah. is. I mean, I mean it's, uh, okay. It's, a, it's, yeah. an, it's, it's, it's not winnable. Yeah, it's, he it's knew joke. he was going to be taking shots from everybody. He took shots from Democrats. He took shots from Republicans. Sure. You know? Yeah. And like, you know, one of the guys was, why are you finding Jack Del Rio but not finding Colin Kaepernick? Don't, isn't everybody entitled to freedom of speech? And he was like, yeah. But their consequences, right? Their consequences saying something, but they're apparently not for Mr. Kaepernick and right. Goodell's like their consequences. Yeah, well, <laughs> the consequences for Kaepernick is he doesn't have a job. I mean, that's because so. he sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. Now the whole thing's a fucking shit show. Getting back to the football real quick. <clears throat> Again, I'm with you. I think offensively, they've, you know, it's not Pat Pat Mahomes' offense. It's not Aaron Rodgers' led, but it seems to be competent and. If Samuel is healthy, big if, right? Yeah. You know, you've got some toys, you got well, some weapons. You got three, now, right? three good, three good wide receivers, two good running backs. Yep, pretty good offensive line. They're not bad. Quarterback should be the best you've had. Yeah, you should be able to put up twenty-one points. I agree. And if you put put up twenty-one points, you should win most of your games, unless your fucking defensive defense is a fucking dumpster fire. Well, my worry on the defense is this: so Chase Young is he going to start the year? No. no. 
Like, I would be surprised if he like does. Week four or five is what yeah. I've heard is more realistic. Yeah, put him on a pup. Yeah, list if they're do that, it might as well be pup, and then at six weeks, so he week seven, right? Okay, there you go. Yeah. I don't know if I mean that's things. If he's possibly ready in week three or four, they probably don't pup him. But well, either way, so he's definitely not your day one starter. I don't think week so. one because he's not healthy, right? Their linebacking core is still a fucking joke. Well, well it basically, doesn't exist. I know they. That's a little harsh. They need to find a middle linebacker. Yeah. They need to find a middle, and they have money. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to find a middle linebacker, and I assume they will. And then, once you have a middle linebacker who's decent, right, pretty pretty stable, then you can put Davis on the, on one side and mm-hmm. let him do his three things, yep. right? He doesn't have to see the field. He just has to see half the field. And then you put Holcomb, who's a pretty good player, on the other side. And then you're in good shape. Then yeah. you're in good shape, right? Then you have John Allen and Payne and Montez Sweat and some other dude. You're not wrong. One player makes a huge difference because of how the rest of the dominoes then can fall into place so based what I, on what they what, do. What I, I have ass- no confidence that right. they're going to go out and find a good player. Well, what I assume they're doing, and, and I could be completely wrong, is that they're waiting to see what veteran gets cut. <laughs> it's not hard to learn a defense. Yeah. It really isn't. No, I, I agree It's not with that. Like, a, like you have to be a receiver. Right. right. And everything's timing. It's, especially if you're a Mike linebacker. You're a thumper. You're, stopping, you're getting everybody lined up and you're stopping the run. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not covering tight ends out of the, you know. Right. It's not that hard. No, that, fair point. And if you run a 4-3 defense at Buffalo, you could run a 4-3 defense in Washington. Mm-hmm. Right? So Sure. I, but if they do not, then I don't know what the fuck's going on. Me neither. I well, just thought, I assume they were just waiting to see how much it would be. To and you're right. There's a long way to go here. There's a whole lot of good players that will be cut. You know, and the there's still future. there's some right now. There are. Yeah, there's there's some out there. So well, you still got the Landon Collins possibility, and you basically run a four two five, and he comes back down in his well, role. Nobody runs a base anymore. It's all every like sixty percent. Right. is all the nickel shit. It's all situational. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. he he played well in that. Yeah. So I assumed that they were telling him, "Go see what you can get." Yeah. And then give us a chance to match it. Right. Pretty much. Because he's not going to get that much, and I think that's probably still in play. Yep. Yeah, I, I think you might be right about that. But um, but I'm with you. I, I my concerns to start the season are the opposite of last year. I figured we weren't we. I figured we wouldn't score a point last year. You know you why? Know? You know why? Because I think Jack Del Rio sucks now, and it's not anything he said or tweeted out or anything like that. I just think, how were they that fucking bad at the beginning of the year? I don't know. How were they that? Maybe fucking- he just went on like a bender. During COVID. It can't be just because Landon Collins was playing oh, no. safety. No. no, I just I just think that it's the competition was so much tougher last year. The quarterbacks they faced, things like that. And I've said it before. We we already referred to it. If the offense is just a little bit better, that takes so much pressure off of the defense. I get it, and you're right, 100. percent But goddamn, how many third and fucking longs yeah. do they give up? Yeah, it's nobody like, else gives like, up third and no, longs like they do. No. Dude, they're better off. They're better off a third, third and two. Third and three, third and four, <laughs> yeah. than they are third and 14. Third and 14, it's a given they're going to yeah. fucking get that shit. Yeah, teams just pulling chunks of yards out and of their ass. It's got to be defense. some of your scheme and coaching. I don't know I what the fuck I completely agree with that. Um, I don't know. Well, so I, I have no faith <clears throat> in him. Because... Yeah, uh, yeah, but they did. They started to play better. Whatever. Hey. Their first four games this year are a hell of a lot easier than they were last year. They are... Their schedule you, overall is easier. You got to um, just get out to a good start, get yep. some rhythm, yep. right? Get some confidence. I think that the key for them is going to be if Wentz goes, hey, this is really my last chance to show that I've got another contract coming, and he just plays ass on fire. Again, he's not Mahomes, Rodgers, whatever else. Doesn't need to be. But the guy could be a 30-10 to 10 guy. The you know? best thing yeah. I heard at Terry McLaurin's press conference was, 
I'm getting on a plane. I'm going out to throw with Carson. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday or today. He's yeah. Yeah. Fucking yep. I mean, that's what you want, man. That's yep. exactly what you want. My boy Baker Mayfield went down to Carolina. Yep. First How thing he did is, shit? yeah, he tweeted everybody and said, let's meet up and throw. Yep. yep. Sam Donald's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Baker, Carolina played that one pretty well. Fifth, a conditional fifth? I know. That's ridiculous. That's absurd, dude. Um, they must have some inside knowledge that this Deshaun Watson hearing is going pretty well, and he's going to miss maybe well, six games. I, I tell you, I, I I don't know if I ever said it on the pod, but I I feel like he already got suspended a year. That's basically what already happened. So they don't need to add much more to have right. some teeth to whatever they want to call it. So even if it was zero, I, I think they'd say, hey, well, it was already a year, so oh, we're not adding any more to it. They won't be zero, yeah. but it, I think it might be closer than, than I, the eight I'm or the season. Six to eight. I thought yeah. I thought it was going to be a, yeah. a, a year, a season, another full yeah. year, but I don't. I, yeah. I don't think so now. Well, I mean, nothing would surprise me at this point. Look, Goodell's but, such an asshole, and, and his cronies—you have no idea what they're going to do. Well, I mean, this is in front of an arbitrator. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, but it, that, that has influence. I'm sorry. It well, does, here's what I—I—I sure, I, I was thinking along the lines. I was, you know. Arbitrator, this is great, you know, because it's 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 um you know somebody that's basically agreed upon right between you know both the union and the league, right? Yeah. Well, apparently though, if whatever she decides, if the either one wants to appeal, then it goes right back to Goodell. Well, of course. You so what the appeal, fuck? What's the but, point? But I don't. I don't think. I don't think the NFL is going to appeal. I think. I think they sort of want this over with, and they want to be able to say, "We want me to do with arbitration. You had due process." Right. We're not going to appeal it. We're moving on. See, mm-hmm. I think that lends to a lower number. Absolutely. I, think it's, so I think, think it's six could, games. Could be two. Could be four. Could be six. I was thinking six to eight range. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I think. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, <clears throat> however it shakes out, Carolina, I thought was very prudent. I, thought, I think that's a good move for them. Yeah. I'm a Baker fan. I actually like the I guy. I don't know why you keep Darnold. I don't either. You can't have both of them. I think Darnold's kind of adult. Well, they probably try trade him or just cut him. I mean, so the next the next domino is Jimmy G. Yep, and I don't know where he goes. Well, he's not healthy yet. Exactly, I was going to say, like, what are you going to get? I mean, my guess is he'll get healthier when he gets trade when he (laughs) when he says, "I want to go to that team right there." He'll 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 get healthy and then he gets a new contract. Like, oh, models feel great. So Wilson went to Denver. Yep, correct. Who's the quarterback in Seattle? Geno, Drew Lock. Those Geno two. Smith and Drew Locke. Yeah. That, that's a perfect place for Jimmy G. Yep. Wow. That, and that, that's why I brought that up. Because like, Baker, you, the, yeah, that was why one. the fuck would uh, old man uh, Pete Carroll come yeah. back to coach a puppy? I, I yeah. don't know. You know? Yeah. I mean, huh. why are you you're not coming back to coach fucking Andrew, what's the name? Drew Locke, Drew Locke or, or, or Geno yeah. Smith? Yeah. I think Drew Locke sucks, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd start Geno Smith over him in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just happy Geno's still in the fucking league. Yeah, no yeah, shit. Good for man. him. No I mean, shit. Seriously. Um, how about the Ravens? Any nice Def- and quiet uh, on the home Apparently front, right? the defensive backfields are best in the in the uh, uh, in, in the whole league. So. That's what George was telling me. He's like, they are fucking loaded back Loaded back, back there. there. Yep. Uh, so, you know, they'll, they'll be good. Uh, you know, I and the coaching's always good. I don't you know? know what Lamar's thinking. So I, what I, games are you going to go to so we can chalk none. those up as losses? We're not allowed. <laughs> Ali has said, "Not a fuck. I'm one fucking seven, one and seven, and I've probably spent five thousand bucks." No. Yeah, I don't know. I I just you know, I love I love 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 the Ravens. I love the fact that they are you know, they're just so goddamn consistent, man. You know, but uh, you know, and just on a sad note, uh, R.I.P. to what was his name, Jalen uh, Thompson. Is yeah, that right? yeah, young linebacker who passed away. Right? Fentanyl, dude. Yep. Yeah, it's a bitch, man. Um, Fucking bitch! So, I ne- I'll never that's understand. Tough. Well, I guess I I can't say that. Maybe one day I will understand. But sure, 
Anytime, I mean, anytime you put fentanyl in your body, you're dude, 50, man, 50. you're literally playing Russian roulette. It's fifty-fifty. You're gonna yep. die. Yep. Fuck. So that sorry sucks, about that. Man. I just I remember seeing that come across. Yeah, I was like, wow. yeah. I saw the same thing. I was like, God damn it. You know, you hate to see that shit. You know, but no, I mean, I, I'm excited. I'm excited that we're already in July and mini camps are about to start yeah. and like everything's. You know. I mean, the fucking Hall of Fame game is going to be coming up here and inside of four weeks. Probably, well, let's say it might be three weeks three from weeks. Sunday. Yeah. Fuck, dude, we, we, we start back up uh, in uh, early August, and mm-hmm. we're playing August 26th. Wow. Yep. Yep. Who you got? Who's the first game? Uh, St. Joe's Regional from New Jersey. Okay. Then we go to Baton Rouge. Oh, wow. Nice. Catholic. And then we come fly home and drive up on Saturday, the next Saturday, to Cincinnati to play Cincinnati Moeller. Ooh. Wow. Nice start, man. And it good showcase for all the studs, man. Yeah, seven on seven uh, is ended, and we went to three tournaments. We lost to Dematha in the semis. Uh, we were champions at West Virginia, and we lost in the um, championship game to Penn State. So oh, well, we finished twenty-seven and three. So locally here, Council's really good. Dematha's really good, right? So Max Preps. Uh, basically, Mass Preps takes you where you left last year, looks at your thing, and places you in somewhere near. Uh, the St. John's is uh, 18 preseason. The math is 31, and we're 51, which I thought was pretty low. I thought that's low too. But you know, we we did go seven to five. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and St. John's and DeMath are legit, right? Oh, they're fucking great. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I, I mean, DeMath is offensive line. I walked out of Maryland. I was like. They're bigger than Maryland's offensive line. Yeah. I mean, they're don't, freaking huge it, it, Did kids, Maryland man. get a couple of those guys? At least one. I don't know. I know yeah. I know West Virginia starts one of the DeMatha guards. Gotcha. Um, but they're they're always massive. Yeah. Every year, I don't know why I get surprised at how big they are. <laughs> but they're all 6'5", you know, 310 pounds Jesus. and can move. Um, DeMatha is loaded. Yeah, Dumath is really going to be loaded. They have studs. St. John's always has great athletes. Yeah, I was just going to say the athletes <laughs> tend to come out of there. Yep. Um, hey, man, it's fun, dude. It's fun to look forward to this shit and have fewer of the unknowns than we did last year. Because last yeah. year we're like, hey, we're coming out of our shell. I hope it's normal. Nah, you know. I will say that Good Council has more Division One players than they've ever had. Mm-hmm. Power five, seventeen. I think that's Power impressive. Five offers. Impressive, man. So. I well, think we're going su- to surprise some people. Of course, good. we could start one and two, and I'm like, we're fucked. <laughs> I will not use you as the barometer. No, where you the know how going. I am. Once, once Catholic gets a first down, I'm like, we're going to get killed. <laughs> Jerry's screaming into the headset. They have to turn his volume down. I quit. Down. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, let's not linger too long bet- between this and our next pod. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's not much to talk about. No, there's not. But uh, I, w- I would like to see how the NHL draft shakes out free agency is going to be in full fucking you know yeah NHL free agency what starts hey next couple weeks days, right? yeah. let, let, we'll do one the next couple weeks yeah yeah for sure for sure we'll we'll appease all the fans and, and Mitch you know all the fans meaning Mitch yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh and we'll hey and uh we'll see you guys tomorrow night Damascus yep. days let's Damascus go Damascus days Jeremy <laughs> you gotta come he's like nah fuck it <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do my wash my socks yeah, pretty much. Hey, man, he's got to fucking plan all of his uh, excursions on his next like, ten cruises. All of his ladies. Hey, I looked at my. I got. I got four planned. That's uh, sitting there with four. <laughs> he's got four in so. the queue. Fuck goes to four cruises. That's so <laughs> weird. I was gonna be a Dateline made about you, the cruise killer. <laughs> Don will be on there. We did a podcast with no fucking idea. <laughs> I invited him back on the podcast. He's a great member. I had no idea that the last five cruises he won there was a dead body. <laughs> 
Uh, wings, beers, and tears. We'll see you guys on the flip side. See you. Peace.